Uh, I'm going to keep it somewhat short today, uh, but it's still really important. Um, so if you can turn in your Bibles to Ephesians 2.10, um, some of you may recall the last time that I preached, it was either January or February or so, uh, I actually ended on Ephesians 2.10. Uh, it wasn't my plan to do a continuation of that, but here we are. Sometimes God does things that we don't understand. Um, so the, the, the gist of Ephesians 2, 1 through 10 talks about being saved, what we're saved from, what we are before Christ, how Christ intervenes and how Christ saves us. And then at the very end in Ephesians 2, 10, it talks about how we should respond to our salvation through Christ. Uh, so Ephesians 2, 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Uh, I know all of the students are probably singing the song right now, but this is the theme verse for Spark Studios that we did last summer. So I'm sure you're all singing it right now. Uh, I'll try not to. Uh, that's also why the shirt, I, this isn't my normal attire. I just, you know, you'll see in the video later. But so this, this verse talks about the good works that God prepared for us. Um, so one of the things, I was doing a study just earlier this week in one of my study Bibles, and one of the things that it pointed out is um, we're not saved through good works. We're saved for good works. Uh, we are saved from our sin by Christ, and because of that, we need to go out and do the good works that God has prepared for us. Uh, you know, this, this missions trip, that's what we're all here for this morning. We're here to hear from all of our students on what, what it is that God use them to accomplish the lives that God used them to touch and the ways that God actually changed each and every individual student on our trip, not just student, but our leaders as well. Uh, and it was a pretty awesome time. I'm going to be going back and forth between verses and stories from our trip because we only have so much time for them to share. So uh, one of the things that we noticed very quickly on our trip to Florida was uh, it gets hot. <laughs> Don't know if you knew that. Uh, actually, it was abnormally hot. It actually was record-breaking heat when we were down there in Florida. So um, some of us were saying, of course, the week we're down there, God decides to turn the heat up a little bit. But that's fine because, um, you know, one of the songs we sing with the youth group is wanting to be refined by fire. And, you know, here we are in 110-degree heat being refined, uh, making sure that God has prepared us for uh, persevering in those difficulties. Um, I, I go to Joy Group on Wednesday mornings, and one of the things that we're, we're actually going through Ecclesiastes right now, and that's crazy. I turned right to it. Sorry. That's a book of the Bible I always have trouble finding. But in Ecclesiastes, uh, it actually says in chapter 2, One moment. I apologize. I wrote it down in my phone, so I'll just pull that one up. Three, verse 12. So it says, I perceive that there is nothing better than for them to be joyful and to do good as long as they live. Also that everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in all of his toil. This is God's gift to man. So this is one of those verses that really popped out to me 
Uh, we actually went through this two weeks ago after we had already gotten back from Florida, but it was, it was interesting. The first thing that came to mind was, you know, the tedious task of painting these trailers. Um, my mom never let me paint as a kid. I, I get why now. Uh, my wife, she doesn't let me paint, and I understand. Uh, you know, we had a couple people who are very proficient painters. Uh, Tim was able to do a lot of cutting around the edges and everything. It's tedious work. Uh, I just did the big open spots because you can't mess that up that easily. Uh, but the, the trickiest part about it was uh, the heat, 110 degrees, about six months, maybe eight months after a hurricane came through. Uh, I don't know if you know the geography of Florida. It's very, 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 very flat and very, 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 very low. Um, so probably the highest point on the entire island. We were down in Pine Island, for those who didn't know. Uh, the highest point was probably a hill in the yard of the church. <laughs> it, it's, it's a very, very flat built or state. So when you have a 14-foot storm surge come through, uh, I'm not that tall, but 14 feet is pretty big compared to zero feet at sea level. You know, um, These waves destroyed everything in their path. At one point, my grandparents, um, I don't know why I'm gesturing to my mother, that's not my grandma, but my grandparents took us down and they showed us a lot, probably about the size of our church, piled high with really nice boats that had just been swept in by the storm surge. So you can imagine there, there weren't many trees left, especially in this trailer park. Uh, these families that we were ministering to, their trailers were in shambles. There's no other, there's no other way to put it. Uh, these are the least of these. Christ said, we are to serve the least of these. And uh, so we're working, we're working in our toil, in our grief, in 110 degree heat, and there's no shade, all the trees are gone. So uh, you can imagine there, there were times where we were tested, for sure. Uh, it was difficult. Um, we, had, we, we had people just getting sprayed down with hoses in the middle of the road. I mean, it was that, that kind of difficult, but you know, we need to think about the situation that all of these people find themselves in compared to what we get to come home to. Um, you know, we, Michigan's pretty all right, I would say. Uh, you know, we don't have hurricanes, for one. Um, but more than that, we all have homes to go into. One of the, one of the trailers that we were painting, you know, we, we really thought some of the work was almost trivial because it didn't, it was like a facelift for the outside of the structure Meanwhile, they're dealing with a huge black mold issue on the inside. So there's, there's more that we could do, but we did what we were equipped to do with what God equipped us with uh, and, and actually what uh, we were equipped with from the church. Uh, the really interesting thing about it is uh, we, we were able to partner, not us, the church was able to partner with the Elks. Um, we have, the, you know, the church and them, they have some different viewpoints on some theological things, but... They, they actually provided 100% of the funding for all of the painting and all of the work that we did on the trailers themselves. Uh, that's one of the interesting things that I noticed in the weeks leading up to our trip to Florida was uh, the, the odds were stacked against us. We kept getting hit with these things out of nowhere, van problems, um, funding issues, uh, housing issues where we didn't have somewhere to stay on the way down. But God provided a solution for each and every one. Um, you know, expenses were covered that we didn't expect to be covered. Uh, people came out of the woodwork helping us. People we didn't even know said, hey, come spend the night at our house. And we were blessed in an awesome way. It really helps you. It, 
when, when this all happens, you know, God, Brad was talking a few weeks ago about God sightings. We had a lot of God sightings on the way down to Florida um, and in Florida as well. But the important thing is that we take joy in, in those toils because God has prepared these things for us to do, to make lives better for those around us who maybe don't have a home to even go home to or uh, a safe home at least. Um, so another, another verse that I wanted us to look at is in James chapter 2. You all know this one, I think. I think it's 14. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled, without providing them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if, does, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say to you, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one. You do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? I'm not going to continue on, on that, but it, it discusses the, the fact that Abraham through his faith, did a work in going up to the altar to sacrifice Isaac, and then God provided a ram. And then it talks about Rahab, the prostitute, same thing. She put her faith in God and put it to work by providing shelter for the spies. Um, so in the same way, each and every one of us, based on our faith in Christ, we should be willing to go out and do work for Christ. We should be willing to go to Florida in 110-degree heat to serve people who otherwise may not be served, uh, to, to run a vacation Bible school for kids who don't maybe have another option, or maybe this is the only way that they get to hear about the gospel of Christ. Uh, it, it's pretty awesome, you know, seeing all of our students. I'm, I'm just, this is usually where we sit, but they're everywhere. When we look around, you'll see them. Uh, seeing them work, not just at painting, but ministering to these kids was such a blessing. Uh, you know, in one of our trailers, we had a little girl come out. Her name was Bella. She's about seven years old. Oh, my, my son's age. She's probably about this tall. And uh, we had a student that has an Achilles injury, so there wasn't a lot that she could do on the first day. So instead of just sitting in the van with the air conditioning, she sat out in the sun under what really couldn't be called a tree because there were like two fronds left on it. Uh, and it was only this big round to begin with. She sat out there for, so our work days were from 8 a.m. to 11.30, and then from 1.30 till 5 p.m., so uh, in, this, in the heat. And she sat out there and just ministered to this kid the entire day. She just loved on it. That's what, that's what this is all about, is, is showing love to the least of these, um, to serving those that God has put before us. Um, at Vacation Bible School, like I mentioned, we did the Spark Studio. Some of you may remember that. Uh, it was, I could sing the song. Maybe we'll do that later. Probably not. Uh, but we, we had a couple student leaders. We had Tim, Emily, and Ellie. Those are our three student leaders with the youth group. And they led a team of children. They each had, how many kids did you have, Emily? Sorry. Tim? Eight? So there were 21 Kids one day, 22 the next day, and 22 or 21 the third day. Uh, watching them use the gifts that God gave them to 
talk about the gospel. I mean, I think I heard Emily and Tim lay out the gospel in such a simple way to grasp, which is really important when working with students, with kids. Uh, we actually had five kids get saved as a result of the week of work, one of which was Bella, who we ministered to at her own house. Uh, we couldn't have done that without God. Um, we, we had a lot of uh, training with painting down there, I didn't do training with the students on how to present the gospel. That was God doing that with them. And, I mean, over the course of the last month, there are at least 17 kids who have come to Christ because of not just the students, but a big portion because of what God did through the students here at Oakwood, uh, which is a pretty awesome thing. That's a lot of changed lives because God has chosen to use each and every one of you. So it's important for us to get out into the world. It's important for us to go out and do the works that God has prepared for us from the, from the dawn of time. Uh, you know, watching this small church, so the church down in Pine Island, uh, First Baptist Church of Pine Island is what it's called. Uh, you get past Matt Lachey, keep going about three miles, and it's right there, right in Pine Center, or Pine Island Center. Uh, they have, I would say there are probably 70 people in the service, maybe, uh, obviously, during the summer, there's not a ton of people in Florida. They like the winter more. Uh, so the number gets up to about 120. But to see the impact that, these, that this small church had in the community was crazy. Um, I mean, they had just been hit with a hurricane as well. I saw pictures, before and after pictures, that Pastor Jim had posted online. And they, they had to redo at 100% of the interior of their building. Uh, but the people who came out and assisted with all of that, most of it was donation-based stuff from, from members of their own church. Um, it was really cool to see. So Jim, he took me through the trailer park that we were in. You'll see a video of it here in a few minutes. Uh, it was pretty cool. Their, their sound guy had a drone, and he was following us around in a drone. It was pretty cool. It's a little eerie, but it was pretty cool. <laughs> It's like aerial drone footage, but um, he, he was able to take me through the neighborhoods and point out different homes, different trailers that they'd worked on that they'd painted. Uh, I, I'll just throw this out there right now. My plan is to take a group from Oakwood down there in two years and do more than just painting. So mark your calendars for 2025, summer of 2025. No one's marking their calendars. <laughs> <laughs> no, we plan on taking a group down there. Uh, maybe we can do a little more than just painting. Maybe we can rebuild. Maybe we can help in a bigger way. Not that what we did was insignificant, though. But he took me to one trailer in particular, and he'd mentioned this to the students. Uh, there was a girl in their youth group who, she had just come to Christ a week before Hurricane Ian came through. Uh, so she's just a brand new baby Christian. And her family left for the hurricane, and her dad stayed behind in the trailer. Uh, she said, she told Pastor Jim that at one point the trailer was bouncing off of the ground from all the high winds, so her dad rushes into the bathroom in the back of the trailer and hides in the bathtub, uh, woke up, came out, and from the bathroom door forward was gone. It had been ripped away. So for people, there, there's, there's two options of how you can respond to that, either wow, God really hates my family. He's destroying everything that we have. Her response was different. And again, baby Christian. Her response was, Pastor Jim, God saved my dad. This is the attitude that we need to have about these things. Uh, yeah, it can get hard. 
toiling under the sun is difficult, right? Um, working in 110 degree heat is difficult, but you guys did an awesome thing. And it was because of everyone here that supported us that we were able to do that. And I know, you know, we have, we've got a blessed church here that we're able to support missions to the extent that we do. I mean, it's crazy, the impact. I, you go out there and look at the board. We have people on every continent, almost. Not the cold one, but um, I know it's Antarctica cold. <laughs> uh, but here, here, I want to challenge you guys with something before I turn it over to myself in a few minutes. Um, we, we have a neighborhood across the street that shares our name. I know that we run, we do some Christmas stuff there. We do some Thanksgiving stuff. There's more to be done. You don't have to go to Florida to see neighborhoods in shambles. You just need to go to the Oakwood neighborhood, um, to the Northside neighborhood, to the Edison neighborhood. We don't have to take trips across the country to help people. We can go out into the world by walking down the road and helping people with their yard. Knock on doors. Say, hey, is there anything you need? How can we help you? Um, that's, what, that's what living for Christ is about. Look at what he did for you and go and do likewise, right? Uh, my, my, uh, one of my cousins, my dad's cousin actually, uh, his name's Jeff. He was a pastor down in Kokomo. He posted something on Facebook that I thought was really interesting. Uh, probably a year or two ago now. Uh, he said, what would you do if you knew tomorrow was going to be your last day on earth? What, if, what, what, did you, what would you do with your time if you knew that you were going to die tomorrow? Jesus knew and he washed feet. Think of that. And do likewise. That's what we are called to do as followers of Christ. We are called to go in the world and to serve, to do the good works that God has set in front of us beforehand. So let's go. Let's go into the Oakwood neighborhood. Let's do work for God. Let's go bless the pants off of people. It'll be awesome. All right, I want to now invite the students up and, and the leaders that went. Oh, no, wait, sorry, sit back down. Go ahead, Jeff. We actually have a short video. I'm jumping the gun here. All right, so as you can see, we had a pretty awesome time down there. Uh, we met a lot of really awesome kids and uh, really made some great connections with them. Not just the kids, but the church as well. So one of the coolest things for me was uh, to be able to see the impact, not just in the trailer park, but within the church. We had people thanking us. We went down to uh, Matt Lachey, and we had people buying us things because they were grateful that we were down there just serving that community because they're in such desperate need right now. Um, even my grandparents, you know, they posted a picture on Facebook, and I had friends from their neighborhood thanking us for coming down and helping. So we couldn't have done that without you guys. So thank you for supporting us. Thank you for supporting this trip. You changed lives, not just the kids, not just the families, but you changed these lives too. So thank you. Uh, so I'm now going to hand the microphone over to Emma. We're just, she just wants to, sh well, they're all going to, but they want to share what they learned, what God showed them. Uh, these aren't the questions. You guys can feel, feel free to go off script here. But uh, they, they just want to let you know what impacted them the most, what God showed them, how God used them, um, something fun. So I'm going to start with Emma here. I'm going to try and get out of the way. I wrote mine down because I'm nervous. 
Yeah, say your name too, everybody. Hi, Thanks. I'm Emma. Um, God showed me how absolutely amazing he is on this trip. After the third workday, we were all super exhausted. I was sunburnt, exhausted mentally and physically. I ended up getting stung by a jellyfish, and I didn't know if I could go another day out in the intense heat. But then, uh, out of the blue, my mom sent me this verse. It was the same verse that Nick said this morning. Ephesians 2.10, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in him. After, after reading that, it really gave me some encouragement. It helped me realize that God paved the way for us on this trip, and I need to serve confidently. These kids that we were helping live in these little run-down trailers, some with just tarps for a roof and no AC. So if they can come to VBS with smiles on their faces, I could get through this too with a smile on my face and joy in my heart. VBS that night kind of gave me the jump start I needed. Just seeing how excited these kids were that night was so amazing. There was a little girl there named Dulce and she kind of became my little buddy. She was attached to me at the hip and only spoke a little bit of English, so I was constantly using Google Translate <laughs> to try and get her to understand. And at the end, she repeated the fruits of the Spirit to me, and then she told me she loved me. And I was instantly ready to go back to work. I truly saw God shine through all of my students on this trip. Seeing their love for Jesus pour out into these young kids was amazing, and I am so proud of all of them. Be hard to follow. <laughs> I'm Hannah. Um, oh my goodness, what didn't he show me on this trip? Just being able to watch all the students work with the kids during VBS was amazing. And he even showed me, like, that I could lead when I thought I couldn't. Uh, one of the things that I that really stuck out to me was when we were at Mount Lachey. Um, there was this jewelry shop that was run by this husband and wife, and I was kind of talking to her about her story, and she was saying how um, they they live in New York, and so they went back there during the hurricane. And she was just saying how the whole time that she was just praying for just the foundation of the store to stay. Like, she didn't even want the whole thing, just the foundation, because as long as that's there, they can rebuild it. And just the mindset she had of everything was amazing. She wasn't negative about the whole thing. She was just so optimistic about everything. And... She was, she was like, if we get out here and we have tents for people, we can at least start to bring people back and build this back up to how it used to be. And it was just, it was so cool to see how her spirit wasn't stomped down. Like, she, she believed that God would help her and keep her safe and the building safe. And actually, on the side of it, they had painted how high up the water had gone, and it was over halfway to where the shop was, like up half, over halfway up the wall. And she, she had said that one of their workers 
was told to take a backpack and shove as much as they could into it of the jewelry, and he ended up not taking any of, any of it because he panicked and had to leave. But rather than throwing it away, she made her own line that they called the hurricane line because all this jewelry was sitting in the salt water, and when the lightning hits it, it made it naturally oxidize. And so she sold it like that because she saw that there was still beauty in it and that she could, rather than throwing it away, she could still sell it. And it was just, it was so cool. Um, there's a lot to talk about. It, <laughs> it was an amazing trip. I definitely learned a lot. Um, one of the things I mostly learned was endurance. Being able to stay at it when you're sweating 30 pounds of water out of you. <laughs> and uh, definitely learned a lot about the holiness of God, which that was the title of the book we were going through. Um, but there was so much that it would probably take about an hour to get through it all. Um, just being able to stay at it for four days of nothing but sweat, work, paint, and VBS was great. Um, <laughs> uh, Kanan and I, we were in charge of games and seeing the excitement and the happiness in these kids was something else. It was life-changing. Um, it, it was just a great experience. 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's all I can think of. Hello, I'm Kanan. Um, I'm one of the youth leaders uh, here at Oakwood Bible uh, Fellowship. Um, so yeah, we had our whole week in uh, Florida. First three days was just working on the trailers that you've seen in the video. Uh, hard, hard work. Um, mostly just because of the heat. Just our foreheads were like waterfalls, just pouring sweat constantly. Drinking so much water constantly. And then uh, third day in was Wednesday. We had a little bit of a break day. Got to go to the beach. I think a good part of us got burnt. I might have got the worst of it. <laughs> very, very sunburnt. And then, yeah, like Noah said, I had to suck it up and go right back to work. So back in the heat with a hard sunburn was uh, hard. But in, it was worth it just to see the appreciation of the people we were working for. They would come out and say thank you and check out the trailer and just be very, very, very grateful. Um, and then Bella would come out too. She ended up being uh, our, our boss. Shout our boss Bella. She's giving us orders as we're as we're working around. Um, last three days was VBS. Uh, but the day started with the trailers first, getting those finished up, painted, latticed, all that type of stuff, uh, demolded. Um, so when VBS started, I think. Maybe I can speak, I don't know about for all of us, but it felt like it was like game time. Like we got energized, like yeah, you're right. We're we're <laughs> we're here we're here to minister and we could feel just the excitement going around the room, like here we go. And uh it's first day of VBS, first evening, and um I'm running around trying to get stuff ready for games, game uh, uh Noah, uh Caitlin and Megan and I all ran games together. And I find Nick and Sky in the closet in their sparks uniforms and everything and they're getting ready to take the stage and all that and 
yeah, but he seemed like a little nervous. He's like, oh, I'm nervous too. It's okay. It's like, let's pray. We pray together. And I don't know, it was something about the prayer right there that, that gave us, mm-hmm. I don't know, God's grace, God, God's mercy. And just, uh, we, he kept us focused. Even though we were exhausted, we were ready to pray these kids. We did. And going into it, we, uh, we had our team leaders with Tim, Ellie, and Emily. And afterwards, had like little rotations, and we'd do crafts, games, and uh, snacks. That's our favorite. Uh, games were hilarious just to watch the kids do some <laughs> goofy, goofy things. And uh, we'd help them remember their memory verses they had for each day. And we would act them out for them. And then to do that was just hilarious in itself. But it actually it worked. It helped them remember the verses. And I don't know if you guys want to do one. You guys remember one of them? We're going to do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Genesis 1-1. Share it with them. Who remembers Genesis 1-1? So, in, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. <laughs> Break the mic. <laughs> Draw the mic. It was, it was stuff like that, and it was great, because the last day I let Caitlin and Noah just take over. It's like, all right, you guys, I did the first two days. I want you guys to lead this. So, they made up their own little skit to go along with the verse. They led the game. They, they did all of it. And they, there was a picture of Noah leading that part of our, our game time, leading the, the memory verse and acting it out and just to see that was just heaven. We, at that time, we gathered all the kids. We usually had rotations. We only had like certain groups at a time. We had them all together. We did them all together at the same time. It was, it was great. So the takeaway from that, just to see the love out of our students and just watching them lead and getting to touch the hearts and lives of the kids in Florida, I guess they normally don't go to the church. Mm-hmm. Just to have them there for that amount of time was amazing in itself. And then we got uh, five of them uh, accepted Christ as their Savior. So, mission accomplished, right? <laughs> and that's all I have. Thank you. Uh, I'm back. Uh, I'm Tim, the youngest. Um, I, I have two stories that come to mind. Um, I'll try to keep it short. I tend to get long-winded when I talk about stuff that really makes me excited and happy. Um, but obviously, just from the few that have already presented, it was, you know, a week of, of edification for sure and encouragement. Um, we were just so blessed to have the opportunities that we did to go down and serve um, people of all ages, whether it was the residents that owned the trailers or the kids we got to serve at VBS. Um, it was just a different kind of energy that I don't think any of us ever really felt. And it was almost like in, uh, incomprehensible energy that after the day of truly sweating out like 30 gallons of water. We'd, we'd drink a water bottle, and then 10 minutes later, you'd need another one because it was all gone already. Um, we had energy to serve those kids and, and do, do God's work while we were down there. Um, but the first story that comes to mind uh, was already kind of mentioned. Um, the little girl, Bella, that was uh, the trailer I was working on with my group. Um, she, she was adorable. She came out the first day um, and introduced herself. And once she got warmed up to us and kind of you know, was comfortable that we were hanging around, we were working on her trailer, and we let her know what we were up to. Um, she immediately started cracking the whip. She's like, you know, I'm, I'm your boss now, so I make the hours, you know, I let you know when you get to have breaks, all that good stuff. And it was, it was great, because it added a little bit of comedic relief to a, a grueling work day um, that was definitely uncomfortable. But, you know, it was just, she was just such a bright spot in all of our lives. Um, and Sky had been uh, working out on the trailer, and I I think you were probably out back picking something up and found that little uh, butterfly um, that Bella said had gotten blown down by the big hurricane. Um, And it was buried under all assortment of things behind the trailer. Um, I I can't even imagine what it was under. 
Um, but they pulled it out, and, and Sky um, just said, you know, was this your, your butterfly? And she's like, yeah. And so the little kind of project Sky took on was to, uh, to help her clean that up. Um, we just kind of had to spray it off, kind of bleach it, give it another coat of paint, um, put a nice, beautiful white coat of paint on it. And then um, Sky told Bella, she's like, why don't you go ahead and color it and, and put some beautiful colors on it. And um, she, she did. She brought her, I think she had colored pencils, and she brought them out um, and painted in all beautiful kinds of colors. And it was just great. And on the last day, when we had finished up our trailer, we had promised her, we said, when we finish, you can put the, the christening, uh, christening touch on it and put that uh, butterfly wherever you want on the trailer. And there was a little awning out front. And um, I, I, I had the honor of being there when she did it and helping her put it up um, and, and screwing it into the awning up front. And it was just such an incredible experience because she, she was so excited for just those little things, you know, the, the things in her life that had been taken away by the hurricane. This, this little week that we were down there, I mean, truly just a speck in the grand scheme, we were down there to serve, and it brought her so much joy to, to see that umbrella, or see that um, butterfly put up there on, on the, the little awning thing and, and see it hanging there beautifully. That just brought her so much joy. And it brought me an incredible amount of joy um, and warmth. I was so encouraged by it, uh, and it was amazing. I, I haven't had an experience like that ever. So it was just awesome to be there, you know, hold her hand and hold the butterfly up and say, hey, look how amazing your trailer looks, because it does. And it was just kind of, we stepped back, and I looked at it, and I was like, wow, you know, we did this, and she's this excited about it. Um, and, and, and who are we to, to have that distinct privilege to do that? But God gave us that opportunity. Uh, the other story... Uh, I want to think of, I like a few of us have mentioned, um, me, Emily, and Ellie were all leaders at VBS. There were three groups, um, blue, yellow, and red, right? Yeah, I think. Uh, I was the blue team leader, um, and I had a, a really fun group of kids, as we all did. Uh, I think I had seven or eight. Um, and it was just such a joy to be in that, that position of, of leadership with those little kids. I, it was truly a privilege to be able to do it. Um, because they're, they're so little and so excited about every little thing that we got to do, whether it was games or crafts or digging into God's word, because I, I did my best to make it fun. I mean, I wouldn't call myself a teacher in, in any regard, but that week, for whatever reason, God filled me with this new, I guess, a gift, for lack of a better word, and it just flowed. Like, I, I could just do it. I, I had never taught uh, a Bible study before. I'd never done any of that, but it just came naturally. Like, I, I looked at his word, and I could read the, the verses, and then I was able to talk about them, and I thought back to my, my Sunday school days here at the church and, and those teachers that have taught me uh, here, and I thought back to the, the ways that they taught me and how it resonated with me, so I was like, why don't I bring those kind of things back to see if it works with these kids, and it did. I mean, little seven-year-olds and, and whatever will get distracted by a fly on the wall, but that's okay. I'll, I'll make a little <laughs> dance up or crack a joke or something, and they're back focused, and, and it, it was just incredible to see God's work and his hand in, in the entire week, and especially as I was able to serve as a leader down there um, and just have, have the role of, of watching over these kids, leading them to their next station or, or going through God's word, doing our memory verses. Um, I didn't have as much fun as, as Canaan and Noah did with their dances, but um, it was just so fun. And then the next day I'd say, you guys remember your dance from, from yesterday? And they'd pop up out of their seats and they'd start doing the dance, and it would show me that they knew their memory verse, and so I'd put another point down for them. And it was just so awesome to be able to be that person for them that week. Because truly, who am I to be able to do that? You know, who, who are any of us to go down there and be able to serve these kids and show God's love? But we did. And, and we, we are those people that were able to go do it. And we're so grateful for that. I mean, I speak for everybody when I say that. I'm not even going to ask if, if they agree, because I know we do. We, we are truly so blessed that 
for those of you who supported us, we, we such a huge thank you, and we're so blessed to be able to go and serve and spread Christ's love to, to another part of the state that felt like a whole other world to us, because for many of us, we went down there and were just kind of taken back and, and realized how blessed we are here um, and how much we take for granted, and so it was just awesome to go down there um, and be able to, to dive in and get to work and enjoy every minute of it, because you know, we were serving people who had everything taken away from them. And, and I was taken back to, to Job and the Bible and how much he had taken away, yet he still praised God's name, no matter what. He, people around him were saying, you know, curse God and die, because you got to, everything's taken away, dude. Like, why are you still sticking around? And the people down there had everything taken away from them. Their houses, half of their house, uh, their cars, food, transportation, whatever it is, was taken away from them yet they still had smiles on their faces when they were there to help, and the kids were still running around like little kids, just enjoying being there with us and being served. And so it was just such an encouragement to, to be able to experience that and to be one of the people down there. Um, so those are my stories. I don't want to go too long, but it was just it was such an incredible experience. I know everybody else feels the same, and, and we just had a blast. Regardless of how hot it was, um, it really, that's kind of, kind of dust in the wind when I look back on it. it the, the heat and the sweat were just a thing. Um, those, my, my shirts can get cleaned in the wash. The sweat will come out, but the memories are around forever. So it was awesome. Uh, my name is Everett. Uh, and one thing that God taught me on this trip was really how to be thankful. Um, I mean, it's easy to complain in the heat. It's 110 degrees. You go to drink your water. Your water bottle's hot. Your water's hot. Um, but when the kids come out of the trailers with smiles on their faces and they were offering me potato chips, like snacks, whatever they have, uh, it, it really lights a fire under you. Um, so it, it was easy to persevere when the kid, with the kids around. And uh, like, who am I to complain about doing God's work when I have a comfortable home to go back to? Uh, a lot of the trailer, well, the trailer we were working on, um, they're you look through the windows, they're covered in flies. They have black mold infestations on the inside and outside. And, uh, you know, like the, the plumbing didn't work. Uh, we had, there was plumbing issues at both, both trailers that we worked on. And, I mean, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't have to deal with that. And so being able to do God's work and help other people uh, really makes, it makes you see the world a little bit differently. And I'm thankful that God gave me the opportunity to do that. I'm Myra, and what really made me join this trip was to see the kids bonding with Kane and Everett, and just to see how well Kane could teach these kids and get on their level. For example, when he did Fruits of Spirit, he would go through every single kid and ask them what their favorite fruit was, or their favorite color or just anything, and just see these kids smile and laugh and just have fun was just really helpful for me during this trip. Hi, I'm Gabe, and what touched me was uh, a little girl. Her name was Bella. She would run around, and she would give us these little gifts that really motivated us to uh, go around and continue working. Give us that... Uh, push to keep going, even though it was hard. Hi, I'm Emily. Uh, God showed me throughout this trip how truly powerful he is. 
So on the, uh, before we left and even on the way down, I was praying that God would use me and whatever I'd say would be for his glory, and it truly was. Tim, uh, Ellie, and I were leaders, and we had to, we got the opportunity to read scriptures to those kids and to explain it and talk about it with them. And it was their decision to ask God into their, uh, into their hearts. And I think it just shows that he can, God can use any circumstance and truly anybody to bring glory and honor. It was just truly amazing to see those kids interact with us and how we could touch their lives. Uh, something that God showed me, like overall, like the work, it was hard work. Like seeing what we, when we first got there, seeing what we were working with and like how the people lived. It was like really like a lot of hard work and like demolding and then repainting. And the trailer like I was working on that ended up needing to replace the water heater. But like as the weeks went on, like the work was still hard, but it got a bit easier. And then like seeing the finished product after it was all painted and cleaned, honestly, just seeing the joy the joy on the on the house on the homeowners' faces, just like how grateful they were with the work. Uh, yeah. Thanks, everybody. I'm going to summarize for everybody when we say thank you all so much from the bottom of all of our hearts. We really could not have done this trip without each and every one of you helping us financially with your prayers um, while beforehand, during, and now after. So we want to thank you guys so much. Um, we look forward to hopefully being able to serve alongside some of you. 2025, Florida. Boop. Mark the calendar. We're going, so it's going to be great. Um, so, again, thank you so much, and Nick, you can wrap it up. You didn't share yours. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, I was kind of avoiding because I'm the crier of the group, oh. so, yeah. Um, no, I'm just super proud of uh, all of our students. I'm not going to look at you because I'm going to cry. Um, super proud of every one of our students, especially the ones that are a little bit more on the shy side, like Ellie. I was so proud of her being able to come out of her shell and lead a group of kids with her teaching. It was amazing. And some of our other quiet ones, they came out of the wood, you guys came out of the woodwork and showed me what you guys were capable of. So I'm super, super proud of all of you. And just to be able to have the strength given to us from God for Nick and I to lead these students, it was awesome. It was a really, really great experience. So again, thank you all so, so much. So there are a few students who aren't here today, uh, but they did send me something that they wanted me to tell you. So I'm going to, that's why I'm on my phone. I'm not texting. <laughs> all right, so this is actually from Caitlin Behrens. So being able to see God work in all of her peers was really incredible. Seeing those who ran different groups and activities during vacation Bible school and seeing everyone turn the moldy and cracking mobile homes into much nicer homes was really incredible, especially considering the conditions and the time limit. Uh, that's another thing. We had X amount of time during the morning and the evening, and then by the end of the week, it was hitting over 110 degrees heat index, so we tried to get done early. Um, so we were really pushing pretty hard to get things done. But you also want to do well. Uh, that was one of the things on Friday. We wanted to finish well. And I think that we did that. Uh, another student who's not able to be here today is, uh, if I can find it, Megan Zanow. 
Uh, she said, I thought it was amazing seeing all of the kids who chose to learn more about God, and seeing them in the process of learning was amazing and really showed me how much God is working and how good it feels to spread the word. I also thought it was nice to be honoring God in so many ways, like helping people with their houses or with vacation Bible school and helping the kids. Um, that's all I have. So I mentioned to them, I know it's you know, probably wanting lunch, but I mentioned to them on our way home, uh, it doesn't take a mission trip to serve. Uh, you know, we, we really were on a roll when we were down there, and I made sure to remind them, you know, when we get home, there are still people in our community who need help. Uh, there are still opportunities to serve outside of a missions trip to Florida or a missions trip to Ecuador or wherever we go. Uh, don't worry, that's not on the docket anytime soon. Um, so we need to keep this mindset as we get home of service. I think it was kind of fitting that we had vacation Bible school this past week and that a lot of these students were here to help with that uh, because it, it turned into an awesome week. So again, thank you. Thank you all. Um, we could not have gone down there without your support, uh, whether financially or through prayer. Um, and uh, we look forward to doing more things, not just out, you know, across the country, but in our own backyard. Um, also, I know that some of you are probably itching to let them know, uh, but we did see a manatee. So, <laughs> I, sorry, I didn't see a manatee. They all saw a manatee, of course, but I saw a turtle, so. All right, well, I'm going to pray, and then we're going to close the service. Our gracious Heavenly Father, thank you so much for everybody here at Oakwood Bible Church. Thank you for the uh, missions mindset that we have here. Thank you that we have people who care so much about getting your word, uh, not just into our immediate community, not just even to our country, but across the entire planet, Lord. Um, thank you for all of these students. Thank you for their heart for ministry. Thank you for their heart for these young ones. Uh, Lord, I pray that you would continue to use them as we uh, go off to school this, this school year. Um, I pray that you would use them to continue to spread the gospel among their friends, uh, whether that's at college or high school. Uh, Lord, thank you. Thank you that we have these opportunities to serve you in such an awesome way. And Lord, I want to pray for all of the kids down in Florida and the kids here in our own community from Vacation Bible School, Lord. I pray that you would continue to keep them in your word that they would keep striving after you in their everyday lives, that they would keep looking for truth in everything. And Lord, most importantly, I pray that those that found you during Vacation Bible School, I pray that they would share that with their parents, share that with their siblings, that they would continue in spreading the gospel even after going home. So thank you for this amazing day. Thank you for bringing us all together here in your name.